Hello, everyone. You're listening to Unlocking Greatness Podcast with Zenja Glass. Feel free to call me Z. I'm going to talk today about uh, Proverbs 31. Um, There's a section in Proverbs 31 um, that's very, very famous or very known in the Bible. And it's uh, verses 10 through 31. And it's a whole section about the wife of noble character. And I, you know, I got to be honest, I've steered away from speaking Uh, or even talking about this particular part in the Bible, even when I've done my individual Bible studies, because honestly, I didn't, I hate to say this, it's going to sound so bad. I really didn't respect this woman as much or like her as much until I matured a lot more and realized the value she brought to the table. She was an amazing uh, businesswoman. She was very hardworking. Um, uh, And, uh, but I just kind of, I think I just had some bad views of, oh, okay, this is what the wife got to do. She's doing the cooking. She's doing the taking care of the household. She's out doing everything. And it looks like her husband is just chilling. I'm just being honest. This is just kind of the way that I saw the passage yesterday. Um, not even just yesterday. Uh, I've been studying out this passage quite a bit and God has revealed some hidden gems to me that I've got to speak about. In fact, I was at a restaurant yesterday and I was just holding back tears and just bawling as God revealed and opened up some things to me about, this is not about this woman, uh, uh, in, in terms of her role, in terms of, okay, she's got to take care of everything. This is about the character of this lady and who she is. So now I want to say this to you. I used to think this passage only related to women who were married, and I'm wrong. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. So uh, if you're not married, don't feel like, let me just shut this one off. I won't listen to this episode because we're going to be talking about the character of this woman. You know, I could care less if she's married or not, the character. Um, and if you feel for those few people, because I know there are a couple guys that listen to this, like, oh, I got to check out of this one because she's talking about a wife that's married. No, 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 no. We're talking about the character of a person. So, um, let me just dive into it. I don't want to give too much of a premise, but I want to divide this up into three parts. Um, the first part is um, this woman was very diligent. She was very hardworking. She was like a businesswoman. The second part is this lady was really, um, what is the word I'm going to use? Um, fearless. She was really fearless because there's passages where she talks about how she can laugh at the days to come. And there's passages in, in here that talks about um, her having no fear for her household. And I want to go into that. And the third part in this is this lady was absolutely beautiful. And it's not the outside beauty that I'm talking about. It's the inside. So I'm going to divide this into three parts. I'm going to read the whole passage right now. And then what I want to do is focus on the first part, which is um, how diligent she was and how she was a bad businesswoman. Um, so let's get started. Let's, let's read this. And I pray that you get from it what I got from it and um, that you're blessed by it. So Proverbs 31 is where I'm at. And uh, hang on, let me adjust my mic. Proverbs 31. Uh, now, let me give you just a little bit of a background. Um, I'm not the biggest history buff, uh, but I've been in a gazillion uh, classes with elders and um, I know a little bit about this. So if you are a biblical scholar, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, many people think that uh, Proverbs 31 was um, attributed to or inspired by um, King Solomon's mom. Some people say, no, it wasn't King Solomon's mom. It was really King uh, Lemuel, L-E-M-U-E-L, that it was his mom. I really don't care which mother it was, to be honest with you, but I'm just giving you the backdrop. So some people believe that Hezekiah, who was like maybe the 13th or so king of Judah, that he uh, uh, put Proverbs 30 and 31 in the Bible about 275 years after Solomon's death. You may say, well, why are you bringing this up? What, what does it matter? It really kind of don't. I'm just giving you a backdrop. Many people believe that Solomon 
was the one they were referring to. Solomon was referred to as Agar, as uh, Lemiel, as Jedediah, as Koliath, and as a son of Jekah. So in the, I don't know what this is exactly, but in the Jewish Talmud, um, uh, it, it, many people, let me just say, believe that this is still referencing Solomon. Just so you know, that's just a little bit of a backdrop. So personally for me, whether it's referencing King Lemuel, someone different, or really is Solomon, it really doesn't matter for me because I like to get the black and white from the scripture and apply it to my life. So that's just a little bit of a backdrop, um, but let's read it. So the wife of noble character is the title. Uh, I know for some that title may be cringy because it used to make me cringe a little bit, but let's read it and let's pull the nuggets from it. Uh, so uh, Proverbs 31, hang on, let me get my Bible here. Verse 10, and I'm going to get to crying in a minute because there's a part in here that just really touches my heart. Um, okay, verse 10, a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable. That's interesting. And her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. We'll talk about that a little bit later. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. And I'm holding back tears as I said that part because uh, God really gave me some revelation on that. And, and I did some 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 studying on that to see what that even means. And um, that's going to blow you away when we talk about uh, what that means. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments, uh, garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. So let's break this down a little bit. Um, as I said before, I used to have an issue with this passage, um, but now that God has matured me a lot more, I see beauty jumping all over this page. And whether you are married or single or divorced or man or woman, I think there's so much that we can pull from this. And I hope that you're patient enough to walk through this with me. The very first part I want to talk about, I think I'm going to break this, this, this episode into three parts, a part one, a part two, and a part three, is I'm going to talk about the diligence, that she's very diligent, very hardworking. She's a businesswoman. It says, uh, for, first of all, ju just to be clear, just to be clear, um, this is, as I said before, believed to be, whether you think it's Emmanuel's mom or Solomon's mom, doesn't matter to me, 
uh, or if they're the same person. This is what's believed to be what the mother is saying to the king, that this is what you look for, okay? We're going to take a look at this and look at this as, just, as a person in general. Whether she's married or not really don't even matter to me. But the character, let, let's pull some rubies and some gems from the character of this person, okay? So what I notice in here, uh, in the very beginning of this, it says that she selects wool and flax. I'm in verse 13 and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. It says she gets up while it is still dark and provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable. And then if you jump on down to verse um, 24, it says she makes linen garnets and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. This woman was bad. And, and I mean this in, in, in respect for those who may not understand the language I'm using. Bad meaning good. This woman was bad. This woman was a business person. It says that she sees that her trading is profitable. So she knew enough to figure something out. Like the merchant ships, it compared her to the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. Think about that for a moment. I mean, you don't went through some mess. You, you, you really had to figure out some routes and figure out some ways to make this happen. But she bought her food from afar. And it says that, look at this, she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. So she, she's taking a look at an investment. It says she considers a field. She's taking a look at investments and figuring out what's going to work. Like she had to know some stuff. And then out of her earnings, out of her earnings, she turns around and, and um, plants a vineyard. And then after she plants a vineyard, it goes on to talk about um, she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable. How do you know your trading is profitable if you're not monitoring and watching stuff? I used to feel, and I don't know, maybe it's probably just me. It's probably just me. But I used to feel guilty about the mind that God has given me, the mind of business, entrepreneurship, investment. I used to feel guilty about that uh, in a way because, I don't know, part of it was, okay, uh, you know, I got my kids. I need to be focused on taking care of my family and da-da-da-da. And I used to always kind of feel some kind of way. But God built and put that in me just like he put it in you. This is an example of someone to follow. So I think it's fascinating that God has allowed this to be put in the Bible to teach us what is considered beautiful, what, it, what is considered noble, what is considered honorable. So this is really a message for those of you who are the go-getters out there, you know, the ones who are balancing and spinning several plates at one time. And I know at times feeling guilty about it. If you're anything like me, sometimes I just feel guilty, you know, or not, maybe guilty is the wrong word, but I don't know. So, sometimes I just, I, I remember thinking, man, why can't I be like some people who are just kind of happy, you know, I don't know, baking cookies all day and like not want to, you know, go out and pursue some other thing. Like why, 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 what, what is it in me that likes to, and let me, let me stop there. 
I'm, I'm not putting down any mother that is at home or father that is at home and you're baking cookies and spending time with your kids because I think even that is work and there's value in that. So I respectfully use that as an example. But the point that I'm getting at is that I knew that there was more in me that God put in me to do and I used to feel guilty about it. This woman was an amazing woman of noble character and is written about in the Bible as an example. A business person seeing that her trading is profitable. And I don't think that means just going off, starting any kind of business and doing this and that and being irresponsible. So I pray that this little part, this section encourages you that you don't need to feel bad about being diligent. In fact, it's honorable. It's honorable. Now, I do think there's a difference between uh, between being diligent and just working yourself, you know, like no other. You know, I, I used to be at a point where I was working 10, 12, not even 10, 12, 12, 14 hours a day. I think there's a difference between just kind of overdoing it, and I think there's a difference between being a wise business person. So I hope that you are encouraged by this Proverbs 31 uh, woman. This is the very first section we're reading that, wow, this is an example in the Bible of a noble, honorable woman. And what they're lifting her up on is she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sees her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She was innovative. She was creative. She was a go-getter. I think it's absolutely amazing. And it goes on to say in verse 27, uh, she watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. There was really no inactivity with her. And sometimes we feel guilty about that. So the first section of this is, I think I'm going to call this diligent, you know, that she was a very diligent woman. And I think this can relate to any person. I do think that there is a healthy balance and you guys know it because I've talked about it before. Sometimes I can go, 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 go. And I need to slow down and be present. And I'm actually going to talk about that in section two. Uh, The next part of this about um, how she was fearless. There's a reason why this woman was fearless. And I cannot wait for you to listen to the part two of this, um, which I want, I want to dive into next. So I'm going to wrap this up now. Take your time, read Proverbs 31. I think everyone should read it. Don't don't say to yourself, because I'm not married, I'm not going to read this. Forget about that. Just focus on the character of this woman. And the first section we're focusing on is this woman was very diligent. She was hardworking. She saw that her trading was profitable. I think that can relate to anybody, don't you? She, she, She was making garments and selling stuff to the merchants, figuring out, you know, how to get her food from afar, considering a field and buying it and planting vineyards and stuff. I think that that's commendable. So I love you all. I pray that this first section has encouraged you. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Stay stay tuned, I should say, for part two. Bye-bye.